You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Welcome to Polly and Monks. I am your host, Polly David. With me, as always, is my co host, fiance, love of my life, Ed Marco. But you can call him Eva Memes, because that's what <laughs> I, how I travoltified his name earlier. Polly, I have a question. Oh, crap. What math topic do you think I was able to teach kids using a Beyonce song? Oh, God. Now I want to know. I would say algebra because it has the word bra in it. <laughs> but wait, I got, okay. I, first of all, our guest today is Tracy <laughs> Toms, and she needs to help me with this. What's up, girl? How are you? Hi, Hi. Alien Monks. I'm so happy to be here yet again. <laughs> Welcome back to the people. show. I just think it should be the Polly Monks and Tracy show. It that be. would be great. I mean, yeah, it should be. because Tracy we don't have enough fe- we don't have enough feminine energy on the show. Yeah, right. I, mean, I know. I could actually add probably some. Male She'd probably be the, the testosterone to <laughs> our be show. The butchy one on the show. <laughs> that would be. She true. said butchy. That's <laughs> not true. Here's what's not true: is that Tracy plays like these really strong, like butchy characters, and she is a strong woman in real life. But you're much more feminine in real life than the characters true, you play. True, true. But yet, I drive stick and I drink bourbon. She drives a stick. Well, she does drink yeah, bourbon. Yeah, I heard it here. And I uh, drink bourbon. More bourbon than a dude probably can. Usually. Oh, my God. That's not I a couldn't. challenge to anybody or anything like that. It's just it's funny to go to bars, and I'm at a bar, and people think I have a, a Cosmo or something, and some dude is always like, hey, can I get you a drink? I'm like, sure. Give me that Top Shelf bourbon up there. Give me that Woodford Reserve, or give me that Basil Hayden Neat. And does I'm it like, put oh. hair on your chest? It doesn't put hair on my chest. My chest is smooth. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, by the way, your John Travolta-fied name is Theodore Tazomas. Really? Mm-hmm. See, and even my Travolta name is a dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> there so you Ed, go. Monks, I did, I did either Ed, Ed Marco. Which, which is, is Eli Morphe. Eli Morphe, or Ed Monks Marco, which is Eva Memes. <laughs> either way, I'm always going to be Poppy Deza. <laughs> and I'm okay. Because I, like I could say Deza. Poppy Deza nuts. Oh, all right, yeah. so so what math topic can I teach kids using a Beyonce song? Okay. Do you guys figure it out yet? I say it's algebra. Close. Okay, I calculus. It's dividing by powers of ten, like a hundred and a thousand, because all you do is you move the decimal to the left, to the left. Wow. <laughs> no joke. I taught kids the Beyonce irreplaceable, and they knew it. Really? Like ten year olds knew it. To, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. Yeah, you just oh. move the decimal to the left, to the left, and they remember it. That's that's really Here's the difference yeah. between me and monks. I know nothing about math. The difference between you and me is everything. <laughs> I know nothing about math was my worst subject ever. Really? So, math yeah. was my worst subject as well, particularly algebra. The reason that I said algebra because she has that lyric and she says, I ain't know much about algebra, but I know. But like there's no R in it when she says it. <laughs> algebra. Algebra. <laughs> algebra. <laughs> algebra. Isn't that a character in Wicked? Algebra. Algebra. That algebra. actually should be an English lesson. 
She was like, too busy singing. Well, she was we, like, too busy hollering to remember. We do always talk about how Beyonce's lyrics are grammatically incorrect. Polly Paul, has a difficult time with grammatically incorrect lyrics. I do. <laughs> Me too. I, I have a very big of- problem with it. And I also have a problem with people starting a run on a word and not finishing the word. <laughs> that's, a, that's that's a you know who's like you know who does that who used to do that all the time diana ross yeah i just it's just you yeah. start a word and you're like and then by somewhere in the middle you lose your way <laughs> and don't for, don't and don't finish the word it is <laughs> you know i also don't like breaths in the middle of words oh like pink on the oscars i wasn't gonna say that but, but okay like pink on the oscars even though we love pink even, i love pink oh pink my is, god i pink love is, pink, pink but that was a weird choice but Sorry. i was like no. and it she made it kind of like every consistently every time I was like, you just broke up the word over. Wait a minute. You just broke up the word somewhere. It wasn't like during the verses. It was like during the iconic part. Did she break up the word the? No, over she the didn't, rainbow. But be hard. The, only, the, only, the only thing I could kind of give her a pass on is the fact that some is a word and, and where, where is, is a word. word. That's the only thing. I mean, some where, you know. I Rainbow? I, I, I could, compound I word? I could make that make make sense i could make somewhere i could make some i'm thinking about it yeah we're over i could make that but make over sense. but over no no <laughs> we're over that i'm over it i could make it make sense even though she looked really really pretty in her ruby slipper dress i love pink. like she's pink George. for me i mean even if she she's did it star. she sounded a, a great not, yeah not because she said she's a, told us she's a rock star she is but she actually is a rock star i love her i love her so i love much. her i thought she was gonna fly i love her risk taking i love pink i just didn't necessarily she's the love bad the breath in between yes yeah, so here's one thing like, i love about pink is i saw her on some the, oh it was punked a long time ago and like her husband's motorcycles were being taken away and she told the guy, she's like, I have money. Don't worry. I'll, I'll help him. And she's like, I'm a musician. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. But she wasn't like trying to flaunt it. And she didn't say like, I'm a pop star or I'm a singer. She was just like, I'm a musician and I, I, I'm doing okay. I can take care of this for That's you. Cool. I was like, dude, I love her. And I met, I, I have a story about Pink. I, I don't know if I've told this on the air. I met her once and I don't go up to like a lot of people. I mean, it depends on what, you know, situation we're in. In our business, we meet a ton of people. If it's at an entertainment event, I will. If I see you in a restaurant, I probably won't, unless I love you. Like we met Jason Mraz at the gym. Yeah, naked. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wouldn't have recognized him, but Polly did. Hmm. Huh. Well, so Pink was walking around Venice with her husband, and I saw her from like afar, and I'm like, oh shit, there's Pink. I have to go. I have to go. And I went up to her, and she was super nice. And she's like, hey, I'm Alicia. What's your name? I'm like, I'm Polly. Alicia, I love yeah. it. That's and I'm like, I'm like, I'm Polly. It's so nice to meet you. Can I have a picture? And she said no, but it wasn't like a bitchy no. She was just like, I just, I just. Can't can't say I don't feel like it and I was just thinking to myself I, I don't I don't understand not t- taking a picture with a fan however I get not wanting to take a picture every day did you just break up however how ever yeah. two separate words I'm also not singing an iconic song on the Oscars sorry about it <laughs> not this year <laughs> sorry about it. Mm. I don't know I what did you guys think about the Oscars this year I really enjoyed the Oscars this year. I thought Ellen was fantastic as the host. I think she kept it moving. And some of her jokes were very funny and inappropriate, which I was surprised yeah, by. Yeah, but not a lot of them. I mean, I think that, um, you know, we, we tend to expect that from the Golden Globes. It's like, oh, let's make fun of Hollywood and let's all, we're all sitting here. We're all drinking. And by the end of the show, Damn. everybody's drunk. And they're just, you know, 
talking about each other. Everyone's rad. And Ricky Gervais really set that um, standard to be like, let's make fun of ourselves. Yeah. Um, do you know, and last year when Seth MacFarlane came and brought kind of like that energy to the Oscars, people were like, whoa, 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 we don't do this on the Oscars. Even though I thought it was funny. I love the boob song last year. I oh, that was great. A great job. I loved it. You know, because, I mean, what, 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 really, what are we doing? We're in Hollywood. We're all dressing up as other people, making movies, pretending to be people that you know we're not. It's a little bit ridiculous, even though art is important, it is, and it saves lives, and of course, I've dedicated my life to it. But there are some do- some days where it's like, what are we doing? We're giving each other awards for who pretended the best. That's totally it's true. It's kind of silly. It's yeah. goofy, so and it's and It's, it's kind of silly, because I could, I could see that one performer to think it was the best thing ever, and someone else can watch the same performer to think it was a piece of... Yeah. Crap. So, um, so it's all subjective, but it's all. AKA people. the way I felt about Meryl Streep in August Osage County. A lot of people felt the way I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. But it's all my cue. Yeah. It's just a matter of like that's one of those movies I know I have to really be in the mood to watch, and I got my screen. It's kind of like going to family Thanksgiving dinner. Like right. it just and I've seen it can the play. be a mess. I saw it on Broadway with Felicia Rashad. Oh, you did. And she was fantastic. But uh, Mrs. Uh, Huxtable. Mrs. Huxtable put it down. Claire. She Claire was not kidding. Claire was on medication. <laughs> Claire's never kidding. Claire was. <laughs> she played was, the. Um, she played the Meryl Streep character. Yes, she was on. Oh, she yeah. was. She was drugged up. Yeah. And she was letting the people have it, honey. She was giving that eyebrow. She was. It wasn't giving just it. to Theo. It was to uh, New York. <laughs> she was giving yes. New York the eyebrow. She not to Rudy and Vanessa no, either. Was. Rudy and Vanessa were not there. Rudy. Okay. That's the best episode. Gemini one. No, the the Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder Wonder was one of our favorites. I love that one. I I, I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Cosby Show so much. Wasn't it good? It was a classic. I watched an episode recently (laughs) where Bill. I was. It was the most funny physical comedy I think maybe I've ever seen. Phil Cosby was getting a physical. And just it's it's him for like three minutes on a treadmill, just oh, going. Oh, how funny! It's how funny so is funny. it? Oh my god, it is so funny. But he's like the the lip is like just. How does he make his face go that how? flaccid? I don't <laughs> know the the face. The lip. <laughs> that was just hanging and dangling. I don't I mean I can't. It was some stuff like you you know like the, I was a kid when the Cosby Show was on. And I, seriously, I appreciated it then. Like, I loved it then because it was just a good show. Right. But now I watch it for, like, the art they're doing and how funny it is and how and seriously it, yeah. amazing Rudy was as a child actor. Oh, my God. Uh, the Keisha Knight Pullion. The little cast was great. A, playing football. Yes. Oh, my with God. A, with a little chubby kid? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter. 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 Peter was just running the house. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the one when Peter was on Bill Cosby's leg? Oh. Oh, that oh, was yes, the best. Yes, and then yes. Bill was was trying to give him like a little horsey ride and just ride and turning him upside down. Big boy. Peter was a big boy. Tired, like a tired knee. Oh yeah. I love it. Bud, bud, bud. I'm gonna call you Bud from now on. Oh, it's so funny. All right, so back to the Oscars. Best dress for you guys. Who'd you think? I loved Kate Hudson. She was she was phenomenal. I, I even liked her her little cape oh and Lupita Nyong'o. Those are my two faves. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have to agree with you. I mean, I think Charlene's Theron's dress was beautiful as well with those like um, transparent strap things Gorgeous. she had there. So it looked like it was just hanging on her in a very kind of like 
amazing way. But she's Lupita just a sketch statuesque. Like, yeah. Yes, I know. And Lupita's just I can't even get started on that woman. Um and Kate Hudson's dress was really, really just to die for. And I think a lot of people because she wasn't necessarily nominated, uh people kinda overlook it yeah. in a way because they're not thinking they're not thinking about what is Kate Hudson gonna wear to the Oscars. Yeah. But right. well some people were saying why did she why did she wear something so amazing this year when she could be nominated in the future? I'm like, you, first you, of all, should there be another amazing dress in the future? She wasn't nominated for Fool's Gold. <laughs> she wasn't nominated for How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I'm Remember pissed. Remember her Globes dress last year? That black choke one one that was amazing too. Kate Hudson can wear some clothes, and she I can, just and thought, she can why not do it? Lace oh, too short. Clothes. Carpet. Yeah. Honey, she looks like a movie. You face. She's not playing with you, Polly. No. Or no. Goldie Hawn was giving she's, me face, too. She's, and it hasn't moved since. Um, Kate Hudson, since, you know, she should have been nominated for Bride Wars, though. I don't know what happened yeah. there. With your former co-star, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> um, I, seriously, I mean, Kate Hudson, for me, was best dressed. She looked like a movie star. But Lupita is just the new, like, everything she wore this whole award season, she killed it. No, nothing was bad. Everything looked good on was her. Was it the she globes looked, when she was wearing that red uh, with the with the shoulderless cape with so the cape? Cl- yeah. That was kind of like her coming out party. I know. That People was, were like, "Oh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh!" They you're took not notice. Playing. And in one award season, became a style icon. One what award, what award season? season? What you, one movie? This was her first big movie. Yeah, right. she was a. Yeah. Um, she's fresh out of Yale Drama School. Yeah. Love it. Love her in it. We saw it 12 Years a Slave the night before the Oscars. It was our we last, were doing our homework. Yeah, it was our last movie to see. It was and heavy. Some of those images I will never forget. Mm-hmm. Those were powerful, powerful things that they did. And it was a little hard to watch, but I also get what the director did. We almost, we almost turned it off. Well, I almost fast-forwarded because, well, as Tracy knows, I'm, we're both horror movie buffs. I will watch anything, and that movie disturbed me. A couple of scenes disturbed me to the point where I almost fast-forwarded, but I thought it was too important not to. So, um, yeah, and she just was amazing. She was amazing. In my experience seeing that movie, I saw it in New York, and I imagine, and when I say imagine, I know, (laughs) that the experience watching it as an African-American specifically, not just a black person, but an African-American who is... The descendant of slaves um, is a very specific experience. And if you are not of that tradition or that history, it's a different experience. Now, if you're a Latin and you had no, your family had nothing to do with it, it, that's one experience. Or Asian, that's one experience. But if you're white and you're watching this movie and you happen to come from people who owned people, who owned those people, it is you know, I watched this woman who was in front of me, and she literally was so upset. Like, she was so upset. It was to the point where I was watching the movie, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, well, tell it. Okay, don't do it. Are you going to do it? Oh, we're doing it like this. Oh, oh you're not going to stop hitting him until you break the thing. Okay, great. Well, hey, you're going to do it? Do it. Yes, do it. And it's hard for me to watch. Um, but it was important. Not only important like... I need to learn this lesson important, which I think a lot of other people um, are experiencing when they're, you know, people who are white here. They're like, I I need to I need to see it. Okay, All right. Here it is. This is the lesson I need to learn. We're like, yes, tell it, tell it. This woman in front of me was so upset and her upsetness turned to anger. It turned to anger that she was being forced to face this thing. 
Yeah. And she was weeping and crying and screaming out. Stages of grief right up, in front of you. Stood up in the theater and tried to leave. And the people she was with yanked her back and made her sit down. She was like, I can't. I can't watch it anymore. I can't. Why do they show it? Why are they showing everything? I don't need to see. I'm like, yes, you do. You're going to sit there and watch it. You're going to sit. <laughs> And you're like, think about your life. <laughs> and she, had, she really had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> she, didn't. she didn't. She might have been Jewish, actually. She kind of sounded a little bit like maybe she was Jewish. Yeah, okay. you know, Her ancestors come from something completely that different. That New York Jew thing. You know, she was like, I can't, I can't watch this. Let's Why go are and they have... making me see all of this? I don't want to see it. Let's, Let's go, go and have nosh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, then I got mad. Like, oh, is this too much for you? Is this too much for you, blonde lady? And I got, was getting all militant. I'm like, why well, why am I angry? Why angry like this in your throwback Thursday pictures? This woman did not own slaves. Clearly, yeah. she's not old enough. Right. <laughs> you know. I love it. So she's 12 years. a little years. too young. She's but, too young. So 12 years a slave, advice. one best picture. Yes. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad it did because it's a story that needed to be told. It was disturbing on so many levels. Right. And, and I think that's part of what made it great. The dramatic tension was throughout. Like, it did not let up at any point. But it also... It also just clearly depicted a time that, honestly, I didn't. I didn't even know that that kind of thing ever happened. Well, and yeah, so, I mean, it's it's funny because, like, sla- yeah, slavery, all oh, slavery, slavery, slavery is very, you know, the thing that we hear all the time in our community from the other community is, oh, it's over. It's been over for, you know, 150 years. You guys need to get over it. And it's like, okay, but we were actually slaves for like 400 years. Yeah. <laughs> only been not, right. not slaves for a fraction of that time. And that's going to leave an, a mark. It's going to leave a mark. And you and people, when they, when they say things like that, I'm like, you know what? My parents, my parents' generation are the generation that got dogs uh, un- unleashed on them and were hosed down in the streets and lynched for no reason. Those are my parents. Oh. This is not something that we can't remember. This is not right. Moses and the Hebrew slaves that built the pyramids. This right. is not anything like that. This, this is, is not that Noah with a Russell Crowe movie. Exactly. This, is, this isn't that. Yeah. This is something that like is fairly recent in our history. It still in affects country, people today. It, it does because you know there's this really great documentary that I uh, challenge everybody to watch. It's a six-part series. Twenty um, feet to start. No, not twenty feet to start. But, uh, <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Many rivers to cross, and it was on PBS. Many rivers PBS. to cross. Many rivers to cross, and it basically goes through all the the periods of black people in this country, and you see everything that that they had to overcome that we had to overcome so people somehow think and they could tell themselves that oh you're not slaves anymore it's over that once slavery ended we became <laughs> like citizens with all the rights of everybody else it's the most ridiculous ar- argument i've ever heard right because nobody tells jewish people to just forget the holocaust right. i don't hear people saying that and maybe some jewish people would argue with me maybe i don't have a, a reality on that and that's absolutely valid because i know walk fa- it is fair jewish. it's fair that it's fair that you know african-american people have a different experience right. with it than than anybody else the same way you know Jews have the experience with the Holocaust or any minority has with what they experience. Right. However, it does still affect people today. It does. I'm never going to tell um, Japanese people to get over the fact that they were in these camps. I'm not going to say like, oh, just get over. That was a long time ago. But that was messed up. Yeah. 
you know, and I validate your pain, and I validate that legacy of pain that you have to, you, you guys had to o- overcome. So I this wasn't over that. in 1865. No, it was it's not. It's an end. No, it's not no. over now. Not over now. When you can get shot and killed in, in this in, in your car for it's, playing loud no. music because you don't turn it down because somebody white tells you to. It's a different form. I mean, it's just you know? a different form. That's why it's an important movie. That's why this movie is important, and and it's I mean, contemporary. The and message topics. is important. Plus, the movie is incredible from every standpoint. It, the it acting really the was costumes. The acting was the so good. Right. It told the story the way that story needed to be told because it wasn't. I mean, it was a story of slavery, but it really was a one man's journey through yeah. it. Well, yeah, and you know, Stephen Queen is really uh, in- incredible at that, and I really encourage everyone to see Shame and and Hunger, his other two films. You know, it really tells like the pain of one person. The other two movies, the person was Michael Fassbender, who was incredible in this film. Oh my um, god, as well, so incredible good. in Twelve Years a Slave. Um, but watching a man, you know, being a, no pun intended, but kind of a pun intended, a slave to his sex addiction and shame was hard to watch. You think, oh, a sex addict is this? I got it. Yeah. No, you don't get it. No, you don't get it. You know, and I watched it like I didn't get it, and and now I get it a little bit more. I still don't get it because I think you can't really get it unless you have that problem. Um. But watching this man just suffer, his whole life suffer because of this addiction that he had. Right. Um, and the way he tells it, it's very quiet, very long, long, long takes. He just makes you sit there. It just makes you. So sit that's kind of his style. And you, and you just yes, and you just keep thinking he's gonna cut. I oh, kind of got cut. that from twelve oh, years. He's gonna cut. He's gonna. Oh, he's not cutting. He's not cutting. He did not cut. He's not cutting. Oh wait, <laughs> we're, we're still watching the same scene of horror. Hor- horrific things. That's when happening. it got to me during Twelve Years Slave, and I won't say the scene because it's got a, you know if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. But there is one scene where they don't cut, and something's happening to this man, and there are just people around him. Kids are playing, going on with their life, and they're going on with their life. And there's this one scene where there's not a cut. There's no cut. It's a one take. No, it, and you're and dying inside. You see how nobody. Yeah. You know, and it's not only like. That the thing that's happening to the person you're talking about, but the thing that is happening to the people who have to witness it. Because they're having to witness it and they can't do anything can't about do anything it. Can't do anything about it. And they have to like, oh, oh, I have a job to do. I have to go finish my thing. Oh, I gotta take my kids inside. Oh, I have to like ignore it. Oh, to, like, or we're kids. We're just to gonna play outside. Yeah, if I try to help, then I'll be in that position. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's how you like systematically. So good. No, no, it, it did not win. The spirit of a whole race of people. It did not win for best editing. So. No. <laughs> and monks and I uh, won. We won our our. our, our our Oscar pool. So we have a ballot every year, and we have prizes. Uh, out of the tw- there were tw- best editor, there was it Gravity or Gravity? Yeah, Gravity. There were twenty four categories, and so uh, how many did pa- you? Polly got fourteen. I somehow got seventeen. So not too Ooh. bad for an Oscar. But pool. our actual winners got twelve. Three people tied with twelve. So we had a little Oscar get together, and so being Polly and monks, we decided to come up with little tags for uh, some of the food that we served. For example, we had spaghetti and meatballs, which we called spaghetti and despicable meatballs. Too. Yes. We had um, Leonardo DiCaprete. We had lumpia nyango. Lumpia is a Filipino dish. Yes. We had Dallas Buyers Club, which was a club sandwich. The area that with famous that was popular. The yeah. Dallas Buyers Club was it was a popular dish. I heard. Oh, yeah. was it? That's was funny. A pop, was a popular thing for, for us. <laughs> <laughs> Our area with the alcohol was called Bar Cod Abdi. <laughs> we had <laughs> Jonah Hill for the candy. In the bathroom, we had Jennifer Lawrence, and we oh, had Lawrence. Let It Go. You guys are so <laughs> <laughs> We'll take pictures, go. and we'll post them on Twitter for you guys to was see because they're hilarious. Let It Go over the toilet or something? Let It Go was over the toilet. Let It Go was yeah. over the show. Let It Go. <laughs> Which brings me to who I think the real winner of the night is, Adina Menzel. 
because that flub that John Travolta did, and you know, people are still talking about it. It's a week later. I mean, it, that really actually forced people to know her name because her name has been flubbed before. You know, it's funny, and this and this is a very uh, strong comparison I'm making right now. So I, I acknowledge that, but I remember when Kanye ran up on stage. <laughs> to mess with Taylor Swift, we're all like, "What are you doing, Kanye?" I'm like, mm, "She needs to send him some flowers because you know what? That's the right. whole world is now on her side. Yeah. They all know her name. Mm-hmm. They're all on her side, and he just made her life for a That's moment. They're right. sympathetic. They're all to sympathetic her. to her. Yes. So I remember watching it, and we said, Adele- I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> we- <laughs> no, no, this is horrible. <laughs> what are you we, we rewinded it we several it. times with a WTF. Like, oh, just happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus, no. You know what I mean? I'm looking at her face. And just, you know, just she looked so nervous, but she was like, I'm going to keep it going. Let, like, it go. Let it go. Let it go. I'm going to keep it going. Keep it going. And it so was like, how did you? The and, and, and the way that. Now, I'm listen. Queen. Listen, I have read tele, teleprompter. I've stood on the national stage, kind of, but not in this way. Like, we had to present for the People's Choice Awards, for example. King oh. of Isolation. No, not people's choice. I'm sorry. Critics' Choice Awards. We had to present for Rent. And I remember this is this is funny. This is kind of a mean story, but it was funny because I was going over my copy a lot backstage because I was Good for you. Yeah. Just going over, going over. And, you know, and Tadex, they're like, what are you doing? You know there's going to be a teleprompter. I'm like, look, I need to get this thing in my mouth. I need to get my mouth around it. I need to get my mouth ready to say these words because I'm not messing up. And who messed up? Tay. You mean you mean Adele's one who flubbed. Adele Nazim's ex? Yeah. Adele oh, yeah. Nazim's ex husband <laughs> was like I mean I mean he messed up like I forgot what he messed but up. But he on. still looked good. Oh he looked amazing. He said, I'm sorry. And then he fixed it. His flub, he said, I'm sorry. But and here's he, the deal. And he fixed it. You have one thing to remember I know. and it's a name. P.S. He was in no. rehearsals. So He was. I think what probably happened this is Was he was drinking? No, what not not he was drinking. He was drinking. Not that. But not only that. I'll tell you who was drinking the other night, me. What happened was he was trying to be cute. Now, not be cute, but you know, sometimes you know, you make a choice and he's like, the wickedly talented and his brain probably said, What did I what was that? What was that wickedly talented thing I did? <laughs> you know what I mean? His brain probably went, Huh? Yeah. You know. Was that weird? And then suddenly his mouth had a stroke. You know? Maybe, it could have been his hairpiece. It could have <laughs> been because what yeah. happened with his hair? <laughs> That's too much grease. About. Or 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 <laughs> panic. Sometimes you panic and you're like I just can't get this wrong. I can't get the same wrong. I can't get the same wrong. I can't get the same wrong. What did I just say? And I'm on the Oscars and in I'm front on the of Oscar, a billion people. You know, and this is a big deal. And he said something, and his brain went to what just happened, and then his mouth went crazy. And now, let's, I've had it happen to me. And let's I say have had it happen too. to me. Adina Menzel, in our world, is very famous. Right. Yes. But Adina Menzel, to the national stage, is not I mean she's famous but she's like like Adina performing on the Oscars is a very big moment for Adina right yeah. do you know what I'm saying so that group of people Which is don't, don't really so, know her um traumatic to all of us who know and love and grew up with and you uh, performed uh, with yeah. we've known her forever you know, I've interviewed her big fans she's glee famous that's well, that's Glee, kind of the level. Because she, she yeah. was she's on Glee. People love her on that, and uh, but that's the extent yeah, of I think people who know her. already knows her. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, even the younger kids though know her now. Well, the young kids know her because of that. But, yeah. but that John Travolta's um, generation doesn't necessarily know her because if you're 
you have to be like our age. Yeah. And younger. So 25 and under. Exactly. But also she's yeah. not a so movie. So 14 I mean, and she's under. she's in movies, but <laughs> she's in that world. She's not as fa- – like we all know her. She's a – like I, we talk about her. Like she's a household name to us, to you, our you, fans. You, you've met her. You've interviewed her. Of course. Yeah. But I'm just saying like to us and we love theater. Theater in, – in theater, Adina is like a legend. Exactly. She's, movies, she's one word she's to us. Not. She's a one word name. Adina. We yeah. say Adina. Everyone knows who Adina is. Right. In theater. In theater. But in movies, it's not like that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, the more I hear about it, like, he was gracious. He released a press statement, and then she's obviously laughed it off. She's doing really funny stuff with it, with her show, If Then, which actually premieres um, this this week in New oh, York. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we'll be in New York, we're, by the way, at the end of the month. So we're going to yeah. do, we're going to have a thing where you we can come and, per- first preview. come and meet us. They had the first preview last night. Yeah. To, we're recording this on Thursday. It's going to play Friday, but, um, first preview, I heard it re- went really well. And they have her name as Adele Dazim. Yeah, yeah, it's on the marquee. Out, or? On the marquee outside. That's <laughs> fantastic. Adele Dazim. Y'all better get it. Do you, um, do you think she would have been on Jimmy Fallon regardless or because of? Uh, probably regardless because yeah. he does that and 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 I think uh, that's a perfect song to do with that and but it was a great timing and it, it got was great the timing. next day it already had like a million and five uh, 1.5 million hits or views and I think yeah. it also redeemed her a little bit because it redeemed her with her name but it redeemed her with that note the note was harsh on the Oscars there's no fake there's I mean I'm not saying anything she doesn't know I love Adina and she went for it I, 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 I give it to her for even going Listen, for that you're performing in front of an audience you've never like uh, the largest audience you've ever performed in front of you're performing a song that has in an insane note in it an yep. insane note and you know i think her performance was great and that was the only part that was you know people are going to judge her based on one note but the rest of the are performance people talking about that note no because they're all talking about adele dazim right well <laughs> she got really, i haven't heard anybody talking about that note. that's what i'm saying she got really lucky like right. with the adele dazim because now everybody knows her name they're not talking about the performance they're talking about jimmy fallon you know yeah. she hit the note she hit it and she held it you know she it hit just, and held it, it it just had a little bit of texture to it but i like that that's what i personally i like. love texture and a note you know some things that are just crystal clear like eh, i also know. think adina doesn't like i have her albums and i think that the music that she sings isn't necessarily the music that suits her well no she's a very vibe we've talked about it you know in the past and she's like i'm like a vibey singer and she's like i just want to do that vibey stuff man. that you know, first cool. cd like she did like what like it, happy I don't want things to sound perfect no i don't want it to sound canned this I is why i love like live and whatever and that's why i love that performance so me much. too i love like, that she hit the note but it was raspy because i love raspy though me too i, I, I wasn't i didn't even know if she didn't do it on purpose well she, that's why tina, you and i love ann wilson and Wilson. well yeah but tina turner tina, you know etta james yes, simone you know yeah. these are my favorite singers and they have a lot of one little bowl. sugar. You know. You and I may have had a moment in with sugar my in my bowl the other night at your house. <laughs> one little sweetness down in my soul. Speaking speaking like of the number Doesn't of people who watched day. it. Come on, save my, my soul. soul. I want some sugar in my bowl. I ain't fooling. I want <laughs> sugar. <laughs> my favorite part of that is she closes her mouth. Sugar. <laughs> 
I wish you guys could see us on video right now. We're going to be back in our Toad so Hop stupid. Network studios so toward the end of March, maybe beginning of April. So Tracy will come back when we're back in on the video because we have a lot of fun here, guys. I know. Uh, Every time. I've got to get past some of this stuff. Matthew right. McConaughey, I don't know what he's saying half the time, but I love him. He was he's great in that in movie. It. You know, when he is in it, he he's is in all it. up in his feelings in right now. He means everything he says. He means it. He yeah. means he's, it an, he's an actor, actor. I didn't note, it, note that until I, don't know I saw him win these awards. Yeah. I don't he think he used to be. be. And, he, and he, I saw him in a recent interview, and he said, you know, I just went back to my process. I hadn't thought about process in a long time. Because <laughs> he didn't have to. And I kept thinking about result. And I went back to the basics. I went back to my process without thinking about the result as much. And the reward has been, you know, what we've all seen. You know, he's a hit show on TV. True Detective is incredible. Yeah. Mud was incredible. I've movie. heard good things. Um, I'm tired South of saying Fires this, Club. but I want to say it again, like what I think about Matthew McConaughey. And I'm not saying I don't think he's handsome, but I'm saying when he started becoming famous, he was put into roles where he was the leading man or the handsome and guy, the hot guy. And he's kind of not. He's not that. To me, he's not that. So when I, I think his real turning point was Magic Mike, because even yeah. though the movie was... He wasn't I, the I sexy the, one in well, that first movie. first of all, I think the movie was promoted unlike what the movie actually yeah. is. Mm -hmm. But he had this role where he was the aging... It was almost art imitates life. And now he's taking on serious roles, and he's great. He's so fantastic in them. He's not the rom-com guy. You know what's Thank funny goodness. about that? I think his turning point came before that. I think his turning point came in We Are Marshall. We are Marshall. Some suddenly he was playing this character. I didn't he, see it. So yeah, maybe. he was playing this character guy, and he'd never done that before. And whether or not you think that was successful, it was certainly risky. Um, and I think once that happened, he was like, "It opened some doors." Okay, I could keep my shirt on and do some stuff. Right. Um, and then his, I, I watched his career take a very sharp turn after that. Even though Magic Mark, Mike, he still looked incredible. He was cut to Jesus. Yeah. You know, but cut to Jesus, cut to Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Jesus, cut me. <laughs> <laughs> Not yes, Jesus, cut me. Oh, wait, Jesus, cut a bitch. Because <laughs> uh, he can. Someone tweet that Jesus, cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were live right now because Twitter would be blowing up. Um, Jared Leto won also for Dallas Buyers Club. Now our friend Calpurnia Adams. Um, she coached Jared. Calpurnia is a trans woman. Coached Jared on the role. The subject of um, Soldier's Boy? Soldier's Girl. Soldier's Girl. Yes, Soldier's Girl. she was. Sorry. She yeah, was. Destiny's Child song. Sorry. Yeah. Soldier Boy, Soldier's Girl. Yes, she was. And she's a good friend of ours. She, uh, she's incredible. She coached him on the role. And a lot of people were up in arms. Like the trans community was talking about how you know trans artists never get to play trans roles. Blah, blah, blah. So... An article in The Advocate came out today, and she talked about that. And she said, she, of course, she wants people to have – it's an op-ed. Um, she said, of course, she wants people to – you know, trans people to have trans roles. Um, but she really feels Jared Leto did a service to the trans community by doing this. And in his acceptance speeches, of course, he thanked her on the Oscars, which is so amazing. That and on the, really the cool. Spirit Awards. Um, I, what do you guys think about someone playing a person who isn't that type of person? I think if they bring attention to the role and they do it well and with integrity, I think it's fine. Um, because sometimes you can't get people to do that kind of role and bring it the attention that it needs. So, so what happens? It goes, it goes kind of in the you know the DVD closet, or it gets national attention. And I, I think some roles like that, I think national attention is fantastic. So, do you think it, it? Do you think there's a difference between like Jared Leto playing a transsexual or Angelina Jolie playing an African American person? 
How do you feel about that? Um, I'm just saying, how do you feel about, it's like for us, how do we feel about gay, not like straight actors playing gay roles? What's the, how, you know, I think if it brings an attention to something important, it's okay. Um, I would prefer, like gay, I don't, I I don't, it's not the same thing for me as, as transsexual. And I don't know, I'm not in that kind of, in, in that body. I'm not, I'm not, I gender identify as male and I don't understand it. But I, I wonder. I think there should be transsexuals playing transsexual roles. But also, I think people like Calpurnia should just play a female role because she is female, and it never be. So you're playing both sides of the line right now. I ha- I don't. That's where I am. I'm confused. <laughs> you're lying, jump. But I'm confused about it. I'm confused about it because Callie to me is a woman. I have met her as a woman. She's post op forever. I, I mean, I've I, I've only known her as a woman, so to me, it's like, could couldn't she play a female do role? Do you believe in person? Because I don't know her in person. Do you, you will. believe in person? She she if you didn't know, she'd be a woman to you. If you didn't know, I you would look at her and say maybe she's tranny. I think so. I think her job and what she does, you know, she does a lot with the gay community and stuff like that. And she was also on a logo TV show called, you know. A trans American love story, but I think if not, I think she is because she's not doing like what drag queens do. She's not wearing like big clothing mm-hmm. and she's wearing just normal. I've only seen photographs of her. Yeah, normal beautiful. female clothing, she's gorgeous stuff like that. So yeah, and I, we, I have other friends also. But you know, there is a trans actor on Orange Is the New Black. Do you know this? Who? Um, this character. This it is really really incredible because um. This actress has a twin brother. Oh, it's Laverne Cox. Yes. Twin brother. So when I was watching, I just had no idea. I was watching it and had, I know many people on the show and I had no idea. But I was watching. You need to get on that show. Well, holler. Um, I was watching and there's a whole sec- her whole backstory was that she was a man. And I'm watching this dude. This dude. You know, gets dressed, takes clothes off. It's, it's a man, and then it cuts back to present day with boobs. So the twin brother the is twin playing the brother part. Plays her brother. That's genius. It's unbelievable. Genius. I didn't know what I was looking at. So I'm like, Those are good <laughs> fake boobs. I mean, I thought they put some boobs on the dude. They're real, but they're not fake boobs. They're Laverne's boobs. Yes, and Laverne. Then, and then I went. I went to look up who this actor was. Is and turns out Laverne Cox is a transsexual actor. Wow, or transgender. And I was like, yes, get it. Play and is Laverne a? Is it a positive storyline? It is a very positive. Oh, story that's line. good. Because I mean, he's what, in prison. She's in prison. Oh, well. Here's um, the thing that trans trans uh, people are saying that they're never portrayed as normal people. Like they're never portrayed in lights where it's like they're not a criminal or they're not a drug addict or they're not a comic relief or a prostitute. So. You know, Hollywood needs to get on it. Is, is is incredible, and I think it's, it's such a trailblazing moment. Kick ass for her. That's and so so happy for her. Me too. I I haven't seen that show yet. You have to watch it. That that work the work she's doing is incredible. It's on our list of shows Please. to start it's watching. It's and really of course, great. and the fact that her brother's not even an actor, he just kind of was like, okay, let's it was do it. Just, it was just too good. It's too, I mean, an, an identical twin brother. That's hot. That's nice. She has, and you know. 
It was, yeah. I love it. And of course, Lupita Nyongo won for Best Supporting Actress, and we're so happy for Thank her. God. That's I mean, great. I, yeah. I mean, we saw a lot this year. I'm, I'm actually really happy that Kate won for Best Actress too, because Blue Jasmine was was good. I hate Woody Allen. I think he's a douche. But Kate Blanchett. That yeah. said, I, I don't know. Would you accept a, mo- a role in a Woody Allen movie, knowing like what you know about him? Woody it's Allen so hard, right? Like to put black people in this movie, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming my way. <laughs> Nobody calls him out on it. You know, he can do whatever he wants. You know, okay, so one of my favorite movies of Oscar season, and it was nominated and won for Best Documentary, is 20 Feet from Stardom. And you guys have like seen me talk about it on Twitter. Well, I was, We watched it together. Well, really. I was introduced to 20 Feet from Stardom by Mr. Tracy Toms. Yes. And I fell in love with it. And since then, Tracy and Tracy and I have been stalking. One, <laughs> stalking Lisa Fisher. Stalking her like like stalking. I know what it's stalking. like to be a fangirl. <laughs> yeah, me too. There's gonna be some serious catfish shit going on um with me and Lisa Fisher. Yeah. Cause right. let me tell you, well, I've been stalking her on Twitter. So tell everyone who Lisa Fisher is, because some of us younger people How don't know. Can I? Lisa Fisher. Okay, so we start. No, that's what? it. You didn't even finish the phrase. Usually, I'm cutting other people off to make <laughs> myself up. Okay, so I start watching He's this. So excited, he couldn't uh, finish. He, he, he got couldn't finish his phrase. phrase. <laughs> because Lisa He's Fisher so is the closest thing, closest like vocalist I I hear to perfection, right? That closest to perfection. So I've been other than Tracy Toms. So. Thank you. We started watching this movie, and it's about it's about uh, black female background singers um, from basically the '60s through today. So, like Darlene Love, like Darlene, the Queen Mother, the one who sang on the Oscars during the speech. I wasn't feeling it. Bursted out into songs like Ah, yeah. You better have your moment. She She, she took it. Oh, she took that moment. She She didn't ask for it. She just took it. I have been waiting. It was like J.C. Chazé with the Justin for like Timberlake. For 60 years for this moment, yep. for people to know my name. She wrote a book called Who is Darlene Love? Because she's been obscure her whole career. No one has known her name. No one knew. You know, if you watch the documentary, I'll tell you all about it. But, you know, she she literally uh, shadowed um, – no, she ghosted on, on songs. So she, like, sang songs like, he's a rebel and he'll never, never be any good. You know, but when it came out, it had a different name on it. Yeah, wow. it was like the original Millie Vanilli. Yeah, yeah, but she didn't know. It wasn't like it was her face. The, yeah, it was, it was. Wow. It was crazy. Nobody knew she. You know, so she's in the car or not in the car. She's like doing stuff, and she would hear her voice her on voice the radio. Come out the radio, goes, and that's the crystals with the blah blah. But she went to crystals. She wow. was Darlene Love. So here's what happened. So I'm going nuts for this movie, right? Tracy watched, she's like, you, ha- you haven't seen it? We, we, just wa- we had just watched Raise the Movie. Tracy had a screening at her house of Raise the Movie, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and then after it, you know, well, first at of like all. like two in the morning. First of all, Tracy, the name of Tracy's house is Lola. Time stands still at Lola because the next thing you know is it was five in the morning. It happens all the time. All the time. I've never, like, not been to Tracy's. I've, I've been to Tracy's house many, many times. <laughs> I've never been there I've never left prior to like 3 a.m. Never. Right. Never. This is always a party. The other night I slept over because there was nothing. I couldn't. I was like, I can't go home. It's You're five. Operating a vehicle? It's, it's five. Five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was five in the morning. And I text Monks at three, like, I'm um, staying over at Tracy's. Like, at three and at five, we were still, like, going off. That's so, anyway, crazy. back to 20 Feet from Stardom. It was really. It's an amazing movie. And Lisa Fisher's name came up in the credits. And I'm like, um, 
I'm like, oh man, like Lisa Fisher. How do I know Lisa Fisher? And Tracy was like, shut up, Polly, because there were two other guys watching with us. Shut up, you know more than most. That's what Tracy told me. You know me. more than most, and don't spoil it for the people. <laughs> when it comes to music, so the reveal is incredible. So there's a reveal <laughs> in the movie about Lisa Fisher, but I'm gonna reveal it right now because it's it's great. It's you should watch it. Lisa Fisher had a really really big song in the '90s called How Can I Use the Pain. And was going to be the next, like, really, like, Beyonce or somebody very famous. And she really didn't want it. Like, it wasn't for her. And Good she for had her. Everything. She had a perfect vocal. She won Best New beautiful, Artist at the Grammys. Banging body. Won a Grammy. You know, she was sexy, beautiful, per- perfect. The voice is perfection. Yes. And it just, it, she didn't want it. So now it's like she didn't she, want to do the work. She didn't want to do the work. Maybe she's she didn't want the in, fame. Comfortable in her lifestyle. She's been touring with the Rolling Stones for twenty years. It's amazing. She has an amazing life and amazing career. And Tracy and I, up for Sting. we've been stalking her um, ever Jada. since. And she sounds Everybody. happy. She does that. Right, Murder. Everything. She does that now, but um, Mary Clayton is the one who recorded the Right Murder. Yes, thing. yes, and, and, and she's also there. in and it. She's also in it, and Mary Clayton. Oh my Jesus Christ! This woman's voice is stupid. And then, we need to go see her when she's in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, and then Darlene Love. I mean, I have a actually no Darlene. I was talking to her a couple of years ago because she was trying to uh, do it. Uh, uh, you know, like a biopic about her. You need to play her. That was why I was. We were talking, and we became homies, and the whole kind of thing fell apart. So I hope it comes back now since that would be 20 fantastic. Uh, feet of stardom is out you know and i hope that it's just however it's done i hope it's done well whether i'm involved or not but um but we talked through that time and it was it's just so funny watching somebody who you know she was literally cleaning toilets she was wow. cleaning toilets That's over christmas incredible and her song christmas baby please come home came on the radio while she was cleaning toilets snow's coming down yeah that one you know, because Phil Spector, she got involved with Phil Spector, and that's a whole big chunk of her life. Um, but then he murdered his wife. So she literally is cleaning toilets, listening to Chris, listening to herself. What a happy sound, Chris, baby, please come home. Wow. Can you imagine? And then she was like, "I need to n- this." Imagine just a snapshot of your life on your knees, cleaning somebody's that's toilet when your voice is coming she through. She wrapped up that toilet and never went back. And she would let me finish this right quick. I'm going to finish this thing right this here. is my job. I'm going to pack this stuff up and you will not see me no more. I'm it's, still alive and as long as I'm still alive, I was born to sing. And that's what I'm going to do. And she did. She and got she it. Does, and she's, so it comes in, in, in like now the, the most present one is Judith Hill who's also in the movie who we love. We love her too. Um, and she wants it. She wants fame. She wants to be a, a successful solo recording artist and she's you know there are a lot of misconceptions anyway i think everyone should go see 20 feet from stardom yeah. and she was stock lisa Jackson's fisher tour. the oscar winning 20 she feet was from gonna stardom. sing uh she, you know if you watch this is it judith hill is the one that was singing um i just can't stop loving you with him yeah. each time the wind blows you know oh my god and he's like no you go ahead and sing i can't do it because i'm not, I'm not warm i'm not warmed up and she's like hollering for yes jesus. she was the beautiful song of jesus did not cut her so uh, she's in it. It's really great. She was also on a reality show, right? like a, a singing competition, right? Was it The Voice or X Factor? Yes. One of those. And she came in like fourth, but it's ridiculous. So let's talk about Tracy Toms. So I Googled Tracy today so I can get a picture for you know Facebook. And a ton of pictures of Tracy come up and one random picture of Alicia Keys. 
I think that came up because when I did my last Broadway show was Stickfly, and Stickfly was produced by Alicia. Oh, so that's I think why. that's why. I Got it. Up. Yeah, I was. She kind of looks like you in the picture, though. Like it's your vibe. Now, mind you, we all. I mean. You know, I would love to just say it's racism. People don't. People think no. oh, black people look alike, but that's not true. That's people, not true. I mean, every person who does a red carpet can tell you how they were mis for mis- anybody, regardless for anybody. of your race. If you're a white chick with brown hair, you're going to be called other white. Adele Dazeem. You know, Adele. Dezim. <laughs> so I, I don't think that. I don't think it's that. But I just think it's funny sometimes how people just will mislabel me and I'll look under my name I'm like oh yeah. that's not me oh that's another <laughs> but it's probably stick fly which is well, it's awesome it's probably that but I did a, uh, this a, this charity I do every year called the 24 hour plays um, last year uh, me and Gugu Mbatha Raw do you know who that was she was the she was the uh, the female lead in the TV series Undercovers and now she's the female lead in the movie Belle okay and Belle is a British uh, drama about um, a, a young biracial girl who was adopted by a white family back like during s- slavery times, maybe, or a little bit after that, you know, and how she was like the blight of the family. But, um, but we were both there, and <laughs> both of our pages are to both of us from that same right. same event. They thought he, some Whoever. people thought <laughs> I was her, as we thought she was me, or whatever. It was just, it's yeah, just that kind crazy. of stuff happens. It's not racial. It's not. So two things happened today that I love about Tracy. Number one, as we're about to do the show, she gets a call from her dad, and. Hey, Dad, how's Obama? <laughs> Monet, Dad, Janelle Monet. She's like, mm-hmm, Ariana Grande. <laughs> He's like, and Ari, Ariana, you know, because you know, parents, they don't know anybody. Right. And she, she was just fabulous, <laughs> and Jill Scott was there, and Jarrell Moray was there. I'm like, Janelle Monet, Janelle Monet was there. She was fantastic. Your dad is John Travolta. Like, I know, my dad is John. I'm like, Dad, are you John Travolta right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is, I said, Tracy, you know what? Well, you know what's coming up for you that we should discuss. I get a text back. Uh, I have two movies on VOD. A short on HBO Go, a pilot, the Tarantino show. Oh, and Annie. Um, <laughs> that's it. Oh, really? That's all. Just that's all I could tell you. Just about that. Just that. Ooh, I love it. So tell us. <laughs> obviously, Ray's the movie. Ray's the movie is really Monks. You would hate it because you are not. He's not a fan Even of horror. It, oh, I would love to support the movie, but yeah, I just can't. Except uh, I it's great. I, I enjoy every day. Ray's about fifty abducted women who are abducted by this uh, rich family, and they're forced to fight each other to the death until there is only one left. Nine oh, it's a rom com. Yeah, oh. nice uplifting. Children's. <laughs> um, it's really good. It's really. And the fighting really in this movie, I'm telling you, you know, uh, it is not a women in prison film. And I mean, it's, it's the genre would be a women in prison film. But women in prison films always have a shower scene. They have women fighting in their bra and underwear. We women don't get one of those clothes off and stuff like right. that. That happens. None of that happens in this movie. Like really, these women are fighters and they fight. Um, to the death, and if they don't fight, then one of their family members will be killed. Yeah, there's a development of character wow. in the story. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of I kind of also equate the fighting in it to Fight Club. Yeah, I mean the fighting is it's is real. unbelievable. I mean, and never the, seen fights like this. And the sound effects with the fighting, damn. Right. So this oh is our non-butchy friend Tracy Toms in <laughs> Raise the Movie. Yes, our non-butchy friend. It's so uh, good. What's the other movie that's on VOD? The other movie that's on demand um on on video on demand is called Mechanic and Mechanic was Corey Monteith's final film. Um the same director from Raise his name is um Josh um Josh, see, see, look, what am I doing? <laughs> You're your daughter, your dad's daughter. There you go. And my father's daughter right now. <laughs> your 
Josh C. Waller. Jesus. I was like, Josh. <laughs> I was just going to. I knew what it was. Josh Hart. Jo- every other Josh <laughs> that I've ever met in my life. It was Josh Hartnett. Uh, Josh Hartnett. No, Josh. C. I love Josh. Josh Lucas. Adele Dazeem. Okay, right. no, I'm, I'm, this, I'm over this, Adele Dazeem. It's not funny anymore. This is a problem I have sometimes when I'm trying to think of names in rapid succession. Whole bu- I say a whole bunch of names in rapid succession. One will go out of my head from someone I know very well. <laughs> Josh C. Waller, and I didn't have to look that up. Janelle Monae, Ariana Grande, Josh C. Waller. Josh C. Waller. Um, it's um, Ray starred, starred Zoe Bell. So good. Zoe Bell is so good in this movie. Tracy Thompson is eating snacks right now, so <laughs> she so just vamping. realized she's on the radio, so we're vamping. Like, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> sorry. So there was uh, a pretzel that just it was calling her name. Zoe Bell's the star of Raise the Movie, and yeah. she's. I mean, you're feeling. You know, she reminds. She kind of reminds me of Uma Thurman, like in looks a little bit. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's, do you know why that is? Why? Because Zoe Bell was Uma Thurman's stunt double in Kill Bill. Stop! Oh, oh. boom! Look at me. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. She looks like her. Like yeah, she does. And she does. She's, you know that's. I, I, I would watch. Uh, Kill Bill and I like, call Zoe and ask if certain things were her. So I'm like, Zoe. Come on now. Zoe. It was you running up that banister, right? That was you running up the banister and then jumping in the air and then slice, slice, right? And she's like, I can't tell you. That's what I love <laughs> but her about. Her face is like, yeah, that was yeah, that come was on. Cool. Yeah, that's totally what mean. I love about Ray's is that they use actual stunt people. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, so cool. you guys had some serious fight training too. We did. I'm the boxer of the group. Everybody has like a different di- discipline, but I'm the very much like, no, I'm gonna hit you with a one-two punch and an uppercut, and you know. Uh, but other people are like Muay Thai, um, all kinds of dis- disciplines fighting each other. But it's not like Street Fighter in that way, like Muay Thai versus Wushu. <laughs> Get ready that. to rumble. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just you do what you have to do. You do what you do yeah. to survive. Um, some people are like bar brawlers. They don't have any technique. They just will spit in your face if they have to and rip your hair out and rip your you eyes. You guys need yeah. to see Raise the Movie. It's kind of like to, you know, it's shopping it's on Black death. Friday. Yes, yeah, that's when it's to it. the death. And if you lose, you'll die, and they'll kill your loved one. That's so it gets into the emotional reality of that. It, it treats it very realistic. It's really good, and it's fun. something that's heavy, something you haven't seen. So right. definitely so no, check that. that out. So we're back on. Um, and Raise is spelled R A Z E, and you can follow Raise at Raise the Movie at Raise the Movie. Now on Titanic, we got into what is Josh Waller's second film, and that was Corey Monteith's final. Did you do scenes with him? I didn't. I did a scene about him. I met Corey in the hotel. Um, I've heard he was this really, really nice guy. He was the sweetest guy ever. He was really excited to be doing this film. He plays such a different character than we know him to be. You know, he plays this. I'm not going to give it away. And um, but um, the whole movie, there's a search for him. The, the character mechanic, uh, played by David Morse who's incredible, is trying to find Corey Monteith's character, which is Simon Weeks. So it's like, who is Simon Weeks? Where is Simon Weeks? Whatever. And I was close to Simon Weeks, so I get like pulled into this because he's trying to find this guy. Um, And that was really incredible. And I really, really... I, I, I'm very proud of this movie, and I'm very proud of Corey's work in it. Um, You better have a screening at your house. And it's just a shame that Corey never saw it. Yeah, yeah, that is a shame. You know, it's it's really sad these days. You know, you just lose people. Like I'm the no. one who told Josh that oh. Corey was gone. Jo- Josh that. hadn't Josh hadn't heard yet. And wow. I'm like, I read it and I'm texting Josh like, Josh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he's like, What are you talking about? And I'm like, Ugh. 
Oh, that's the worst. Oh, I'd be yeah. the one to tell you. You know what I mean? I just wanted to reach out immediately, and he hadn't heard yet. But you know, honestly, better hearing from you than hearing it on Twitter. Well, that's how I heard it. Me too. Yeah, we were we were in, Sp- in Spurline in Palm Video Springs. Video bar in Palm Springs where they, you know, are, I always talk about it's my favorite place. And I was checking Twitter, and it, it said at the time it said an actor had been found, and they're saying it's Corey Monteith, but they would they weren't. They didn't really it it, so give it an hour. Then it was confirmed, and we were just everyone was in there, and it was almost a wave. Like, and I was with them. I was like, "Bad news, guys. Corey died. Like, you know, this is the worst thing ever." Like two songs later, they played him and Leah Michelle singing. It was a glee I don't, scene. yeah, but I don't think that was planned because it was way too fast for them to think about it. But you kind of saw this wave happen in there where people kind of you We're you saw people out. finding out, and there was this wave where it just like everyone kind of got really sad for a right. minute, and it was it was it was weird. It was a weird experience. It's weird things happening. That I remember, I was doing um, Stick Fly on Broadway on the night that Whitney Houston died. Oh. We found out backstage, and we're like, our audience does not know. Yeah, are they gonna find out at intermission? Uh, wh- what's you know because it happened. The news broke at night. Yeah, you know? we we remember that day really hit that us because weird. we really grew up with her. We were watching the artist, the movie, because mm-hmm. uh, we were doing our Academy Awards stuff that that year, and um, we got out of the theater, and Polly looked at me like like someone really close to him had died. And and then when he said it, it it was different because I'm glad it wasn't someone in our family. At the same time, it was like, like it was somebody how? But how? to me, I was how? closer to Whitney Houston than a lot of people in my family. Right, I know, but it's weird when and Michael Jackson, like, someone like you lose someone like Whitney and Corey, who we're very aware struggled. Right. With addiction, you know, when they passed. I don't know if a lot of people knew that about Corey. I mean, I, mean, I know we all did, but I don't know if a lot of people knew that. I don't that. know. The one I didn't know was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Me too. I, I did not one. know about that one. I knew Corey had been in I rehab. I think Corey, I knew we knew Corey about because he was on the cover of People. Well, he had been in rehab and all that. Yeah, so. and, yeah we, knew, like, we knew that. I think we knew that. It, it was like, yeah. oh, no. It wasn't oh, no, no, it didn't work. Or, oh, no, he it just was yeah. too, you know. But Heath Ledger, I I didn't know Yeah. Heath was it's just having any issues. It's just very and weird. Philip Super Hawk was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was not a, uh, it wasn't a secret to people who really knew a lot about his life because he talked about it openly. But I didn't see a lot of interviews with. Right. Philip I just appreciated his work. Just, everybody appreciated his work, so people really had a profound, so um, crazy, so a wild. profound um, response to that. So. so make sure you check out Mechanic on yeah. video on demand, which we have to do monks. We yeah, haven't seen Corey it. is really. It's really wonderful in this film. And oh, I'm looking forward to it. And it's such a, a great – I can't tell you about what it's about. but You know what I love about Tracy? I, I asked her about her stuff, and she always goes off talking about other people. Tracy's one of the most generous people I know when it comes to – well, I everything. I that. Everything. But when it comes to like even, like even just artists and stuff, like – you know, I mean, I'm not famous, and I asked Tracy if she'll like. I'm doing a cabaret this summer. I'm like, Tracy, will you, will you, you know, be my special guest? Yeah. She didn't ask what it was. She still doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> she's been to my show. You're, before. you're Miss Piggy to his Kermit. No, <laughs> she's been to my show before, and she liked it. But it was like she didn't care what it was. She was there for me as a yeah. friend, and not as whatever. And because she's a real artist, um, another and and always like even I'm at her house when I'm meeting people, she talks about me like 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 all these great things, which is so nice. She and builds you up, Buttercup. Builds me up, and I'm like, oh god, I'm not gonna be able to live up to this shit. But she does this for everybody, like. You know, you ask her a question about her movies that are on video on demand, and then she talks about Corey Monteith. Like, it's always like that. So, 
I love that about her. And I want to talk about her because you Wait, also hold on. Before, one more thing on demand. I have a short on demand. Yeah. I have to do it on, real H- quick. on HBO Go. I yes. Did a short film. Um, it's called A Different Tree. That was um. Directed by Stephen Capel. It's Junior. a different tree. <laughs> the way you come from. Uh, a different tree was a short I did uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, I was co- contacted by a USC student, and they were doing this film. Um, and I read the script, and I fell in love with it. And it was like, there's no pay, but you know, sometimes we do good stuff at USC. I was like, sure, I'll come right. to this movie. And this little movie that could. I mean, we won all kinds of competitions with it. We went. We won the. Um, this um, HBO short film competition um, down in Florida in Miami with the American Black Film Festival um, and uh, and now it's playing on HBO Go until March 31st it's called make a sure you tree. order that guys it's a lovely lovely little gem of a film oh, you don't it's have to order it if you have HBO if you Go HBO Go just go and watch it a different know? tree HBO Go you shot tree. a pilot I did shoot a pilot for called Songbird Songbird it's gonna get for picked up network. girl I hope so I mean uh, they just announced today that the E Network picked up another pilot uh, but ours is still in contention so he's over fingers crossed tell us about that rumor willis is in it uh, rumor willis is in it who's fantastic i gotta really? tell you guys something Get to hear. i rumor fucking willis love is rumor not, willis is not Get kidding around with you i've not seen not, her act she's a talent she's talented she's, she's no joke and, and she exactly like both of her parents at the same time and, it's and she's nice and she's nice. Shocker. And she's really skinny and pretty. She is really skinny. She's very pretty. Yeah. Really skinny and pretty. She's really it. cool. Rumor's really like, we should get Rumor on the show. She's yeah. cool. Yeah, Rumor is very cool. You know, she does a lot of shows here in LA at the Sayers, uh, yeah. the Sayers Club. And now she's, um, we're about to work together on a show that I helped develop uh, with Rockwell Table and Stage called uh, the, uh, for the record, Tarantino. So basically what, what? we do is we take songs from movies and we do them on stage. So we started with Tarantino, and Tarantino really his music is a character in his movies. So we perform the songs to his soundtracks and weave the stories through it. So it's kind of you see all you can see all of Tarantino movies in one night. Yeah, through the music. Yeah, it's so great. I love we, watching. We, we saw the Tarantino one. Yeah, we've uh, seen a few of those. Done Baz Luhrmann. Done the we Cone saw John Brothers, Hughes. John Hughes, uh, Zemeckis, the Marshalls. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the they've Boogie done Nights. a lot. They've We've sent a couple of them. What's the What's the one they just did? I know it was a dark one. Anyway, it's really really great. And Tarantino's coming up with Tracy and Rumor. You know, another one, another. In, you know, we've done it. We, they're like they rotate. Um, so we're back to Tarantino. And Can't wait to more see more movies it. come out by these people. You gotta yeah you gotta, yeah. You gotta go add it in. You would add Django in. Now we have to you know add. And um, that's at Rockwell Table and Stage in Los Angeles. Yeah, when is actually, that, when it's is not that They're actually doing it um, around the corner from you at DBA. Oh, around the corner from our studio? Yeah. At DGA. DGA. DGA at the Directors oh, really? Guild of America around the corner. Yeah. They're doing it in a theater? In a theater. theater? That's right. But oh, it's produced yeah. by Rockwell, right? Yeah, it's produced by, by Shane Rockwell. Shale yeah. And Rockwell. Cool. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. On Santa Monica and WeHo. How fun. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. have to Super. go to that. Yeah, we have location change for the first time because we're expanding because there's other stuff There's other stuff happening at Rockwell. Too. Well, we, we, we did Outfest there last year. so Yeah, we worked with Outfest yeah, and DG. I've seen, I see a lot of movies there. It's really, really good. I love it there. And plus, you're going to have a bigger audience this time. I mean, it's, you well, know. I don't know if it's DGA, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. out. I'm going to find out right now. I think it's actually called DBA. 
De- like doing business DBA. ads. Well, hold on. Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, here's what it is. It's I, you told me this French before. Market, yes. There's there's a place called the French Market on Santa Monica Boulevard, and oh, there's a, a club right next door. It's, it's called Seven Six Nine Seven Nine Six Nine, which is also the address Seven Nine Six Nine Santa Monica Boulevard, right. and they have they have different clubs that come in. So now it's called DBA, and that's right. where they're going to be doing for the record Tarantino. That yes. actually makes more sense because yes, the DJ is a, a, a normal traditional. Theater. That's the Directors no, Guild of America. Right. Okay. So, so it's I no longer care. TBA. That's where we see all the SAG screeners at DGA. <laughs> it's at the DBA. <laughs> My film was different tree screen there last year. And, uh, you know, Woo-hoo. the LA oh, shorts. Another thing you've shot is a, a, a little movie that's coming out this Christmas called Annie. Oh, tell, tell right. us about that. What, are you done with that? You know, I'm just a, we, we wrapped, we're finished shooting, um, and now we're in post. So there's things happen in post, like you do looping, and looping is, or um, you ADR. looped it, you looped it, you looped it, you looped it. You go in, and sometimes your audio is is muffled, or like a truck went by, or a plane went by while you're talking. You have to go back and, and loop the stuff. So so it was a looping fiasco. Looping fiasco, yes. <laughs> um, so I'm sure there's probably going to be some like. ADR happening, but we're all wrapped, as far as I know. The first you know, trailer came out yesterday. The first trailer dropped yesterday. It's really cute. I can't wait it's to really see cute. it. I didn't it's know really if it was Kavanjane Wallace or if it was uh, Trace Stump. Right. Same hair. Same hair. <laughs> same hair. You know, She's really cute. People are, you know, it's so funny because what happens when a trailer drops, people are like, I love it. And people are like, I hate it. I'm right. like, how do you hate it? Just because based you, on the trailer? Because you have no idea. Because it's different. You know, when I love, what, you know, here's what I love. Everyone's about. nervous about iconic movies. And yeah. you're, you're nervous about the mute. You were nervous when Jenna, when you hadn't heard Jennifer Hudson sing the song from Dreamgirls. You're nervous about Covangene singing Tomorrow. It's actually Covangene. Covangene. It's Covangene? Covangene. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh. wrong too. And she was like, sorry. it's Covangene. Oh, because I've only heard Quivangene. I know. I'm oh, Quivangene. Like, We're trying to make it super French. I know. Quivangene. Sorry, Quivangene. It's Quivangene. Quivangene. It's from Louisiana, boo. Quivangene. You know, mixing Quivangene. hodgepodge of people. Eating crawfish. Quivangene. Quivangene. Um, but people, it's it's just funny to hear people say, I'm not racist or anything, but why they make her black? I'm like, oh, you guys are so predictable. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's so predictable. Like, My first question is, why are you remaking Annie? Not why yeah. is she? Why is <laughs> they she black? Made her black? Annie's white. I'm like, really? Because Anna, Annie's a real person. Annie's a character. Yeah. But here's what I like about it: um, that it's not the same. I mean, it's the same story, but it's updated. So they have already remade Annie. They've remade Annie already with Kathy Bates. So this is a remake that is. Um, it's a little bit different. It's updated. It's more modern. You have Cameron Diaz as Miss Hannigan. You have Jamie Foxx as the Daddy Warbucks character. But so you got some fun name. people. His name is Will Stacks. Now, I thought it was Benjamin Stacks. I know. Benjamin Stacks came out in a press release early. Okay. But it's actually Will Stacks. Will Stacks. Because they say it in the trailer. Will? Yeah. After whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will Stacks, and, you know, she lives in Harlem and, and, it, and it explores foster care rather than adoption. Okay. She lives in a foster home, not an orphanage. Yeah. Uh, in Harlem. And she's really, you know, she has the same spunky, uh, self sufficient attitude that. Annie always has, right. but then she just reaches in and grabs your heart, and um, and I play the mom in quotes. So in the original '82 movie, it was Bernadette Peters. Well, Lily St. Regis, but you know the re- the way that the story has been reworked. Yeah, uh, there is no Lily St. Regis, and there is no rooster. Got I can't it. tell you how it works. Right, I can just tell you that I'm the. I'm Annie's quote-unquote mom. Do you sing in this movie? I do not sing in the movie. You don't? Wow. Don't in the movie. That's no. surprising. I have a non-singing character. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. I drank a lot at your house the other night. <laughs> 
sorry. Time stands still at Lola, dude. Um, so I can't wait for it. So Annie is going to be in theaters uh, Christmas 2014. Yeah. I can't wait to see it myself. I no, can't I just wait. I can't wait. I don't know. You know, I don't... I'm going opening night. I don't night. know what's going to happen. You make a movie and you feel like you know what it's going to look like. It never looks how you thought it was going to look. It never turns out the way you think it will. You know, sometimes yeah. it turns out way better. Sometimes... Womp womp. Not so much. I've had that happen. Right. We've all had it happen. You, you're like, yeah. oh, that's not the movie I thought I was making at all. You know, and it's a hard knock life. <laughs> and sometimes movies come out and they just surpass all of your expectations. Totally. The greatest surprise. You know. And the ba- I mean, and and your the iconic songs are still in it. They're in the trailer. You have Hard Knock Life. You have um, Tomorrow, and it's it's just going to be a really fun yeah, holiday I movie. Love people who want in the comics. On the comment section, say you need like, to stop reading the comments. No, I don't. I just, you know, it's hard. You just suck. You get sucked in. People are like, you know, this is gonna have, you know, different songs. I'm like, you heard "Hard Knock Life" and "Tomorrow" in the trailer. What right. makes you think it's not gonna have the songs in it? So you, I don't feel like you're a person that ever gets bad reviews. I or, do. I you have do bad reviews. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> you, you haven't looked. It's I don't. I don't look. I don't like reviews. I think reviews are weird. All right, guys, we got to move on a little bit. So, uh, oh, geez, our Nutribullets came today. I'm so, <laughs> so excited. excited. So jealous. Yeah, we, oh, we're gonna get you one. We're gonna we're gonna be juicing so, and fitted. And so for Valentine's Day, we because decided, you're so fat, monks. I know, monks. <laughs> yeah, well, I, no, I, 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 she I, was I, like, I, she I, said, I, monks. Polly is fat. Polly is fat. She saw she saw me eat four chicken meatballs. No, Paul, she's seen Polly at his skinniest, and she's seen that I've gained weight. But here's the deal um, with the oh, Nutribullet. Hello, me too. Whatever. Here's you the deal have not gained weight, Tracy. Grindhouse when I was like super fit. That's the thing about <laughs> getting really still in shape. gorgeous it's for a movie. Really getting really in shape for a movie because there's a there's a moment when you're doing it and you're like, I'm gonna get in shape for this movie. I want to be. Snapped. I'm gonna stay like that. And then you're like, I'm gonna. This is gonna haunt me for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> you can't maintain right. that no. kind of. You don't have a trainer. Realistic body. It. Like when I was super, super skinny. Maintain, and you shouldn't maintain. My nutritionist when I was working on that movie was like, you are not gonna be able to maintain this, and you shouldn't. It would be unhealthy for you to. Yeah. Don't try to maintain it. This is for this thing, and then afterwards you'll go back to a a realistic weight and shape and lifestyle. Yeah, because I couldn't do anything I liked. But when oh, I took that's when awful. I was as skinny as I was a few years ago, I was going through a breakup, you know, all that yeah. stuff, trying to get my life together, right. all that. Baby, that's when I took the most shirtless pictures. That's when I was wearing the least amount of clothing, boy. I know, never yes. clothes, never clothes. Why never should you? Clothes. Now I'm like, you know what? You know, you know, you know when you're in trouble. When <laughs> I was like, good thing layers are in style. Yeah. You know when you're in trouble. When you know you used to buy clothes to show off your body, and then <laughs> suddenly you're trying, you're, you're trying to hide it, like you're trying to camouflage and hide stuff. You're like, oh, oh, it's official. This vest might give me a waist, or this vest it's might official. give me shape. Put the so, Coca-Cola down, Tracy. Thomas. I'm excited. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a seven-day Nutribullet juice fast. It's not a juicer; it's a blender, really. But you get you keep all your nutrition, and then they have like superfoods. You know what they're doing? This okay? So Sunday is the Los Angeles Marathon, and at mile 15. There's going to be a whole Nutribullet thing. So you guys should go. It's called Nutribalooza. Can I show up and go to the Nutribullets? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'll Do take I have you. have to run? No. You can just go there. <laughs> P.S. Like, pop up. I'm like, I don't really run. Why don't you just run a marathon this weekend? And P.S. The Spasmatics are playing. The Spasmatics mm-hmm. are my favorite 80s cover band ever. Ever. They're they so cover? good. What? Who do they cover? Everybody. They cover men at work. 
they cover uh, like everybody pop. So they'll cover like Men at Work. They'll cover Cyndi Lauper. They'll cover Madonna. They'll cover uh, Michael Jackson here and there, but they're more like like Devo and you know stuff like that. My favorite '80s cover band ever. I'm really excited about Nutribullet, so I think I'm going to do the seven-day thing and document how I'm feeling, even if I'm feeling like shit. I'm going to document how much everything costs for me to make because Nutribullet, the Nutribullets came with these um, like powders. They came with powders, like superfoods, but they also came with recipe books telling you the the ratio of fruit to veggies, how you should do it, and I want people to like actually know what it entails to. To do something like this and not just, ooh, I got a Nutribullet so I can make juice or soup whenever I want. I'm going to Nutribullet everything. My cereal is going to get Nutribulleted. My chicken salad is going to get Nutribulleted. We are using that. And right now you can go I mean, Nutribulleted. Nutribulleted. They're two for one. Is bulleted a, um, a verb? Bulleted. I was, I've been Nutribulleted. Watch out for th- – no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Please don't bullet yes. me. Do you think they have a company like, uh, like email the Nutribulletin? I hope they do. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're on I need some bullet bourbon. Oh, 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 oh. I was trying to. I just couldn't come up with it quick enough. <laughs> the or or the uh, the frozen two song Nutribullet it go. Oh boy, that's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> well, someone's been drinking some Wilson Creek tonight. Um, so they're going to be at mile fifteen, and they're going to be at the Troubadour, like near the Troubadour in West Hollywood, outside at the LA Marathon. Spasmatics, Nutribulusa. Really excited about Nutribullet. I'm going to keep you guys. We're going to keep you guys posted about about our Nutribullets and things that we do. You guys know that Monks and I got those uh, we'll post for Valentine's pictures. Day for each other. So I'm going to document all of that because we're the best. We have, we we get two for one things. That's our gift to each other. We are going to get to our game and fan questions in just a minute. Hit of the week, Annabella in Anaheim. We it's love got you. The best location ever. It's across the street from D Land. It's across the street from Disneyland. It's walking distance. They have a, okay. First of all, the rooms are cool. Second of all, they have they have events all year round. They have a restaurant called Tangerine. You know what their specialty is? A tangerine margarita. And they have a fantastic breakfast because I had it there twice. It is delicious. It's the right. breakfast, not the tangerine oh, margarita. Well, oh, I was talking about the margarita. <laughs> uh, Paul yeah. didn't make it to breakfast when I did so, <laughs> because I had tangerine margarita. <laughs> you guys, but check out Annabella Hotel. My Anaheim. favorite thing is its beautiful Spanish style architecture. It's, it's very classic. Love it Better so classy. much. Monks, you uh, you uh, have a game for Tracy and I. Can you do the game or the fan questions? Get, start with the game. We'll start with the game. Yeah. Okay. Wait, the fan questions? Wait. We're going to get gonna, to fan questions. It's going to take more time. What should we start with? The, the game's going to take probably a little more time. I mean, it depends how long we Without talk. Questions we're, out, then? we're talkers. We have ten more minutes. All right. So uh, Geraldine would like to know, Tracy, if you could work with anyone you worked with in the past, who would it be and why? Polly David, because he's fun. Oh, Tracy, your voice got a little higher. If I could work with anyone I've worked with in the past, in the past, who would it, who would it be again? Hmm, this is a hard question because who instantly comes to mind is a, a friend and mentor of mine. His name is Marion McClinton, and he directed me in my Broadway debut um, that was called Drowning Crow. And he's a very good friend, and I am dying to work with him again. Um, and I also work with him on a play that was written by August Wilson. Rest oh. in peace to your Drowning Crow co-star. Yes, my Drowning Crow co-star. Curtis McLaren passed suddenly two days ago of an aneurysm, I, we believe, um, oh, in his sleep. I'm sorry to hear. You know, it was, it's, it's really 
it's really, really rough and it's, weird. It's really rough and weird. Somebody, I was there at your house the night of, and it was there was a little bit of summer, but there was also a celebration of him. Yeah, going on. We were looking at pictures there's, when there's no, there's no uh, warning, no nothing. You know, suddenly one day someone's gone. Wow. But um, we worked together on Johnny Chrome Broadway, and Marion really just constantly, constantly made me better. All right, um, so Marion, so putting it out there. Marion McClinton, I know, and I called him that night. You know, but the hard thing about that question is I could probably make that happen. What about Marion Ross? <laughs> <laughs> what about Marion Barry? <laughs> what about Marion Barry? But, you know, but also at the same time, you know, working with Quentin was just just a, a dream come true. And we had so much fun together. And I don't know what he has coming up or whatever, but I, I, I'd play with Quentin again in a minute. That yeah? was just so much fun. All Let's right. see what happens. Next question. Next. This is from Fanzel, or Fanzel, 24601. Fanzel, it's like a Dina Manzel. Fanzel, 24601. <laughs> have you seen... Tra- <laughs> 24601. <laughs> 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 Fanzel. <laughs> JC, uh, have, you, have you started working on an album yet? Oh, I know Oh, that's that. a question of the day. Fanzel, you know, it's funny because the um, it's a little bit funny. It's a little bit funny. Um, the album, yeah, Fanzel two four six one. I'm looking right. At two four six zero one. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I have these fans who write me all the time, you know, and I know them as Fanzel two four six zero one. Um, but I don't know their names. I know their Twitter handles. It, let's call her Fanny for short. Fanny. Fanny um, Bryce. I am thinking about an album. I've not started working on one. I have a couple of people who have approached me like let's well, have do an album for together, you, you know, but but albums are I think people there's an idea that they're very easy to make that you can right. just and just that you make a ton of money about. and it it yeah, entails you know, touring and uh, all that. Albums cost, you know, upwards of 50 grand to 100 grand and more to make yeah. you have to raise the money you have to find producers to write you music you have to find engineers studio time studio. It's, yeah. it's it's a very involved um, process and you you're wearing the day of the independent artist yeah yeah and it's not just like you get signed immediately yeah that doesn't it's not that what happens happen. so you know it's a matter of like finding songs or picking songs if you're going to do an album of covers and it's a really you know, it's a what, personal and, and experience. And figure out what you want to say. Yeah. You know, what do you want to say in an album? It's not just like, I want to sing pretty. It's like, what am I trying to say? Right. Um, so I'm in the process of thinking about these things because, you know, I'm, my fear is that I'll make an album and I'll shell out all this money and nobody will buy it. Right. That's which is fine. Happen. And I could do that and no, I just have to be prepared for nobody to buy it, you yeah. know, which is okay. But, you know, I'm in the process of working that out. So What would a Casey Tom's album be called? Lola. Yeah. Lola, her name was Lola. Tracy Toms, but her real name is Lola. Name Funky Soul Medina. Funky Soul Medina. <laughs> oh, right. Also asked, what is my favorite acting job so far? I cannot answer that. People ask me that all the time. Well, um, duh, it's going to be in my cabaret. This yeah, people ask that all the time, and and I love, I'm in love with every character I've ever played. You know, we have a love affair for a long time, and they're they're all very near and dear you to get me. Into Tracy it. learns and from her. Tracy definitely learns from everything that I she do, does. I do, and too. I love it. And working with Adina is great, and she's a great kisser. Let me just put that out there. Hey. Everybody asks me that every single day. <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. All right. Amber Waves would like to know what movie. This, this is for all of us. What movie can you watch over and over again and still love? Grease two. Grease two. You two have an Sleep affinity for that. And uh, Boomerang. Brad Boomerang. Boomerang. Halloween. Yeah, Boomerang. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen Boomerang, put that thing in. It will give you a happy. For, for me, it's uh, while you were sleeping. I love Sandra Bullock. I can watch her. Months loves rom com. I love Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
So cute. You gotta see Boomerang. You've seen Boomerang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yes. a rom com for yeah. the ages yeah. with Grace Jones in that thing. Grace Jones <laughs> up in that bitch, though. <laughs> Love Jay. Strong Jay. Strong Jay. Strong Jay. Strong Jay. Strong Jay. Last question before yes. we get on to our game. Uh, Little Lamb wants to know what's your most embarrassing moment? We can all answer that one. Oh. I don't have any embarrassing moments. Okay, there was this moment. My, I think my most embarrassing moment. I was singing for a thousand people at the Alzheimer's event here, um, called a, a Night at Sardis, and uh, and we were doing music from <laughs> we were doing music from Guys and Dolls. I we love Guys and Dolls. I literally One went out on favorite. stage, saw a thousand people, and I was like, "Ask me, how do I feel?" As we now that we're cozy and clinging. Well, sir, all I can say is, if I were a bell, I'd be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> like forgot all the words. <laughs> Every last one of them. Sit down, you're rocking the boat. <laughs> at the Alzheimer's benefit. Okay. Capital A, awkward. <laughs> I forgot the words. At the, the Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's benefit. benefit. Did you go sit in the audience no, after I that? No, I stopped. I stopped. I said, okay, we're going to stop. See, what's really cool about being a black chick sometimes is you could always play black girl diva card. <laughs> like, you, just, um, you just riffed? Yeah, some, some, some white girls can do it, you know, and yeah. some gay men can do it. Oh, yeah. Um... But being a black chick, and Daryl Hall, yeah, and Daryl Hall, and you know, yeah, Daryl Hall. But literally, I was like, oh wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, we gotta stop now. I can't have that. Right. I don't know what happened. I don't know who I became because I'm not that person. But you're lucky it was a benefit. And but not I a show. threw out the black girl diva card and started over. Get it? And then made up all the words in the whole song. Love you know? it. I was doing my Leslie Uggams. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Uggams, remember she had that like that show in the '80s fantasy. Like, <laughs> I was so young. Oh. Um, <laughs> mine was, yeah, mine's, it's always a performance thing. So mine was, I like, I did a cabaret a couple of years ago and opening night is I invited, you know, a lot of uh, celebrities and a lot of people to come and I lost my voice right before the show. Like literally lost it. I had the where I do feeling. falsettos and I, a lot of people were in the audience. Like a, a lot of famous people were there and it's not about whether or not famous people are there, but famous people like, you know, tweet about you or, you know, people that you want to come see your show or people that you work with, you know, when it's an audience of your peers, it's different. Like, and I was really embarrassed because I, I lost – I literally lost my voice. And I'm not a, like a singer-singer to begin with. And uh, even talking, I lost it. So the day – so like right after the show, I stopped talking and did a bunch of, you know, all the, the holistic things you have to do. And you just chalk it up to you had a bad night. Like what can you do? You had a bad day. Yeah, what else can to, you do? I mean, it happens to everybody. And it was opening know? night. So lesson learned, you know, opening nights sometimes are tough. They are, and they're stressful, and the stress doesn't Very And it was building up. My, my most embarrassing oh, what happened was, by the way, I was, I was over-rehearsing, and that day we, we had a dress rehearsal, and a bug flew into my throat. Oh, and that's lovely. It was awful. <laughs> So. My, my most protein. embarrassing moment was um, it, it was in Europe a few oh, like 10, 15 years ago, and I lost one of my sisters. So I, we had some extra. This was back when they, they still haven't found her. This That's was embarrassing. It was embarrassing because if we didn't find <laughs> her, traumatic. she was gonna. It was embarrassing for me. It was traumatic for her um, <laughs> because me and my other sister that I was with, we actually spoke French. We were in France and we had extra francs left over. This was before the euro, and I had money in my pocket. I'm like, I'm not going to waste this money, so I went to go buy some, you know, buy some food, buy some bread. And my other sister came running for me because the train was about to show up, 
And then we went to go back, and the train had left with my sister in the car with all of our bags and not speaking a word of French. And we were on our way to Italy, and we didn't know if she was going to get off at the next stop or end up all the way in Italy. And so, cell phone. Pre cell phone. This was like you know 1999, and so it was it was awful. How did I talk to anybody I know? (laughs) (laughs) We so much. We use smoke signals. I say literally now to monks. Oh, I talked to my mom today, or I talked to Tracy. Meaning, I text these people. I text you. That's where I go for spoke spoke with equals text. Oh, you said yes. spoke to? I spoke to. Yes. I spoke to someone. I didn't the speak to them. Word. I texted them. Yeah. All right. We're going to do a very, very quick very version quickly. of our game. So I welcome you both to the Ultimate 90s R&B tri- Music Trivia Tournament on the Polly and Monk God Show. These questions range from Super Cinchy to Far Out Cinchy. and will test your knowledge of 90s R&B. 90s. I wouldn't know anything about that music because I was born after that era. Right. The winner will be named 90s R&B. Although he was in France trivia by himself queen. in 99. <laughs> There's only one thing to remember. I am Ed Marco, the 90s R&B Trivia Master, and the Trivia Master is always right. We will just play the finish the lyric trivia game. The 90s was an era of poetry in music. Sorry. Complete the lyrics of these 90s R&B classic and name the artist. Oh my god. Tracy, Tracy can see the paper. Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, I promise you I can. Tracy, you're a guest. Would you like now to go first or have me. Polly go first? Uh, I'll let Polly go first. Alright, so here's the line, Polly. If you don't get this, happy. then it goes back to Tracy. <laughs> the line, Polly, is I've got a thing for you. What song is that from? I've got a thing for you? That's all you get. I've got a thing for you. If you can't get it, we're going to give it to Tracy. But then what does she get? She gets another She gets word? the next line. <laughs> You got it, Poppy Diza? <laughs> All right, Tracy, I've got a thing for you. Dreams of you and me, baby. Why does she get so many words? She gets your line plus the next. No. Polly, you're... I'm like, and I can't let go. Don't, don't. Oh, yeah. And I can't let go. All right, Poppy, your next line is she's bad. She's bad. She's bad. Oh, I got a so thing you've for got, you. I got a thing for you. Dreams of you and me, baby. She's bad. She's bad. She's bad. She's bad. Oh, <laughs> he's got. He's close. She's bad. Oh, it's it's color me bad. Uh, Tracy. The next line is all I know is I wanna. You got it. Uh, uh, I I wonder by whom. Uh, oh, it's I want her. Oh, oh, she's bad. She's, uh, I want Jonas. She's bad. No. Sing it, girl. I want her. Do you know who sings it? I want her. Um, you both oh, forgot? I know who it is. It's Keith Sweat. It's Keith Sweat. Tra- Tracy wins, wins that point. Next. I was thinking it was I. I, I was thinking it's, I want to sex you up because I was thinking I want her in my head. <laughs> All right, oh, Tracy, no, this one's man. to you. Now, just the other night while you were sleeping. That's what you get. Now, just the other night while you were sleeping. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, Jesus, I know. It. I gave you a lot of words there. Yeah, you did. And my cadence is off intentionally. Intentionally. Polly, now just yeah, the right? other night while you were sleeping, I vaguely heard you whisper someone's name. Someone's name. He's got it. He's got it. Wait. See, no, wait. Here's a problem. No, because I'm thinking it's SWV Week. There's a problem with this song. Yes, Miss Theodore Tazamas. That is a remake of a Stevie it's, Wonder song it is. lately, but Jodeci. It's lately by Jodeci, Jodeci, but it's Stevie Wonder. Th- it's Stevie Wonder, yeah. but, it's, but it's Jodeci. We're doing, we're doing 90s R&B, so <laughs> it's Jodeci. 90s R&B. Jodeci's remake of the Stevie Wonder song. Poppy D, if I say that I can be your only name. Your only name? I'm oh, sorry, your one and only. Woo. Uh, if I say that I can be your, your one, one and only. only. 
Mostly well, hard game, I just say. the words, because we don't know none of the words to these songs. You two know the words to everything. We do, but we don't know You two and Eden Espinosa know the words to everything. I don't know them speaking that. Yeah, we don't know them in prose. Tr- we know them the in butchie th- Tracy Thomas just said prose on our show. I love it. <laughs> She's the most intellectual guest we've ever had. If I say that I can only be your bitches. one and only, are, promise yes. that you'll never leave me lonely. Oh, 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 Oh my god! I, the promise the that most, this is the most frustrating. The promise <laughs> that you'll never leave me lonely is yeah. like gonna kill me. I just want to be the only, the one I you need. Want. Oh baby, Tracy, I just want to be the one who serves you. Oh my god! Next line. This is radio. We gotta keep it going. I know. Uh, Polly is giving it up. And if I ever. And if I ever. Shy. Oh, you got it. It's shy. I saw them open for Janet Jackson. And I know that's why we're running around the house. It's shy. went to Howard with me, and I'm like, I know these words. I just, without a melody. I will be sure that the lady is a Why do we go to the part? All right, okay, Tracy, The uh, it's 2-1, Tracy. Tracy, they told me no, but I didn't stop. <laughs> the the no. date rape song? Playing the game? What did I just say? The gang rape, they told me no. <laughs> they told me no, but I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Polly, they told me no, but I didn't stop. Working Woody hard. Allen uh, autobiography. We're working hard, making those movies every day. What? Tracy, and on my knees every night, you know. <laughs> Polly, no, I, I wouldn't stop, stop making those movies. Working hard. This might be Then again, Allen. these are from online lyrics, which are never wrong. And on my knees every night, you know, Polly, I pray. That's work. We pray. That's what I'm saying we, we pray. 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 Oh, yeah, we pray. Pray. Oh, we got, got to pray just to make it today. <laughs> no, we pray. Pray. <laughs> that doesn't even count. We both said it at the same time. Okay, Hammer. It's, t- it's MC Hammer. This is or a t- was he Hammer, <laughs> You're tied. Okay, this That's is the RB. We are not This is, this is tied. A t- the tiebreaker. <laughs> this is the tiebreaker. I'm just going to say it. And you can guys, we just, like, next time, like, not even on the show, can we just play this? <laughs> this is kind of fun. This is so and I love I'm seeing it. it. I mean, I know it. I know. You are hearing it pros tonight all right all right here's the line both of you jump in here we go put a girl on the corner so she c- put a girl on the corner so she you can make a pop committed a crime and went inside it was wow. coming your way but you had to sur- it's I'm a nanotary buffalo stance i can't even jump in like that what was he like anyway <laughs> oh, my favorite part of that, that song like is that. wind on my face, sound in my ear, and then a cherry. Yes. Okay, cherry is l- let's just do one more for fun. One you, more, you and we have both, to go. You both can do this. This is our longest show ever, clocking in at 90 minutes. Now, oh, Jesus. now it's, I need to be home. I, gotta I know. Go. We're, we're finishing Siren's up. Siren's on USA Tonight. Now it pr- seems pretty strange, but I'm not bugging cause. But I'm not bugging because oh. I still feel the same. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, because I got it. But I'm not bugging 
You're almost there. But I'm not bugging because I still feel the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep giving love until the day he wishes me away. Never <laughs> go. That's the TLC. Because I creep. Yeah, yeah, we creep it all the down low. There's nobody else above and now. Yeah, I creep. Yeah. Oh my god! I was gonna harmonize. <laughs> good job, guys. Good job. That was we're all winners on that oh, one. Hi. We're all winners, or are we all losers? So disconcerting. <laughs> you guys, without any kind of rhythm or any kind right? of melody, so or hard. the melody of the words will come. Because R and B is so much about the, yes, the, the beat and, and the groove. The words about the groove. just like happy. Yeah, because I'm happy, happy, alone. If you feel like happiness is you. We're going to take you out with that. Taking out. Thank you for being yeah, here, Tracy. We love you, Tracy. Absolutely. Every time. Come back soon. Now you made me late my own party. I know. <laughs> Come back every anytime you want. You can I see Monks and I on March 15th. Uh, that's next week at the Egyptian Theater. We're going to be there for the Fusion Gala. It's LGBT people of color being uh, honored by Outfest. And our friend Alec Mappa is going to receive the uh, so Fusion Gala. Award. So for, for his, of him. his work That's on Baby right. Daddy. And you can also see us on April 12th at the new pool party at Tropicana Expos. We're going to be doing a live broadcast with some special guests. So stay tuned. I can't wait. Again, Tracy Toms, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. And we have a special. Next week is going to be our three-year anniversary on the day that we record. So oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Love you. Love you, too. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Dude up. Dude.